0: listening to The Heart of It, a podcast from Leadership Arts Associates. I'm Gina Noble, creative collaborator for professional development here at Leadership Arts Associates, and today I'm joined with Kim Presky. She's a licensed social worker at Healing Hearts Counseling Center in Hanover, Pennsylvania. So welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're glad that you're here. Um, And we're talking today about Vision Board. So last year you were a participant for Vision Fest, and I'd like to talk to you about that. And good thing you brought your board with you. But actually, your board is a vision book, right? It is.
1: This was my third year of doing Vision Fest with Leadership Arts. Oh, cool. And so last year I had an empty book and decided to do something different. Oh, so you brought the book with you. I did. Very cool.
0: Awesome. So um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience um, at Vision Fest last year? I know we had a bunch of different sessions. We
1: did it a little different last year. So can you tell me a little bit about that? I will. My friend and I both came to all five sessions. Uh, We missed one coming together and we bounced between the daytime and the evening and it was nice because we just came and the supplies were here and we could make the mess and then <laughs> head out the door. And it put us on a schedule so that we actually did it. A lot of times with vision boards, people think about doing them mm-hmm. and it sounds like a great idea, but then they never get around to right. it. Right. There's always something else to do. So this actually puts it in your calendar and gets <laughs> you to actually work on it and give yourself some time to do it.
0: Right. So... Um When you were um, creating your vision board, I want to know about the intent. So did you even think about what your intent was before you started creating them last year? Last year I was
1: in transition. I was leaving a workplace environment that was not the best for me. Mm. Uh, And so I was making a transition from doing part-time therapy to more full-time. And uh, it created a lot of changes, a lot of changes in my daily schedule, going back to working in the evenings, uh, all those pieces of working with other people and and meeting their schedules. So I came kind of with the intent of not knowing where I was headed and what it was going to look like to go back to doing therapy after a couple years away. And so it gave me a chance to kind of be open and look at the magazines and just pull pictures that I had no idea why I was really pulling them.
0: Very cool. You came as an open book and you created uh, an, a new book, which is really neat. So you mentioned um, that you were in transition. Can you talk to us about what that felt like? You know, being being able to come into um, a create space at Vision Fest, and then how did you feel during that
1: process, being in a transition? I think it can be a really healing place, and it felt like that because everything's laid out, it's very organized. You don't have your own clutter. It's a safe <laughs> space where people aren't judging what you're doing. Um, sometimes people ask you, "Hey, do you know what that means?" Um, and they might interact with you on that level, but nobody's putting that their own perspective on it mm-hmm. it's your board and whatever you're putting there is yours mm-hmm. and so it can be a really healing and healthy place for somebody to go yeah um, that's great and try something different yeah definitely
0: um so did anything surprise you that you picked out on your board I know you're cutting out images did something like stand out that you were really surprised
1: to see that you ended up putting in your book The change of doing it from myself to doing it somewhere else over the last couple years is you're using other people's magazines and images. So where you would be at home and just collecting things that you normally read and look through when you're using someone else's, you have things that aren't yours. Mm. And so I had access to Entrepreneur Magazine and and some other things that I normally didn't always have. Mm -hmm. So those images did pop up, and the business piece kept coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, which was surprising to go, okay, I'm leaving something that's very kind of structured, and I have to to do these things mm-hmm. and make these decisions. But I didn't have the power um, to really run it. And so when those business pieces kept coming up, uh, I realized I really do like the business aspects, mm-hmm. uh, which is something I wasn't sure I would.
0: That's such a good point that um, we have... I think uh I threw out about 200 magazines before Vision Fest and we still had about 200 magazines available and the variety is there that you don't normally see I guess if I mean not not that many people subscribe to that many types of magazines so it's a really cool collect all and being exposed to something that you're not normally exposed to that's that's really interesting I never even thought about that so can you um talk to us about um, things that did manifest from your vision board and how they manifested or how you feel that they've manifested?
1: So it was kind of funny. Um, when I did the board, there are many, many beds in the board. (laughs) And I at the time thought maybe it was about organization, simplifying. Um, and it was funny how it came about. I've always been a, a type A person. I've always been an extrovert. Um, always kind of striving, even when I was in recovery, uh, from being in a community trauma and having PTSD, it was always about striving to learn and master and get back to where I was. And that was about, you know, it'll be 15 years this April. Mm -hmm. So it's been a long time and a long time of working Mm -hmm. and having been sick in that time period. And so when these beds came up, everybody kind of looked at them and went, huh? And there's lights and it's just, it's kind of, they're funny pages Um, What ended up happening was I ended up with a very long period of rest, Mm. um, which was very healing coming out of of things and having to go back and do some work on on some past issues um, that I hadn't worked on, even though I had already done a lot of work. Uh, Therapists are always doing work because you're always getting exposed to other people's Mm -hmm. experiences, and it's always bouncing into yours, and I'm under supervision for a licensure, so I have to keep working on my stuff Mm -hmm. because it's there. There are two people in the room at least. Um, More if you have a family, and so your own stuff is in the room and managing that and your own expectations while you're meeting somebody else's. So the bed piece was kind of funny because I kind of thought I knew what it was, and it wasn't. uh, Last March, I ended up falling and having a major sprain. Oh, wow. And as I finished recovering from that, um, then I ended up with the flu, and that (laughs) lasted with complications for several months. And so I was balancing um, a small or caseload than I thought, And really taking time to just park it. Wow. And there was no striving. There was no doing. There was no chasing. There was no running from place to place because, A, I couldn't drive there for a while. And it really just wasn't feasible. So it really ended up being a a time period of absolutely resting. So
0: before all that happened, your mind already was screaming rest with all the beds and... And knowing that you need to rest, you need
1: to be in bed, and you need to take care of yourself, and having that
0: self care time.
1: Yeah, and the rest piece was allowing the rest. I think we are a society that always strives. Um, I have a lot of clients that come and talk about, you know, having to be super, super woman, super man, do everything. Um, You can be everything to everyone, and I'm not so sure that you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of the mental health pieces come out of those expectations Mm -hmm. that they're unrealistic Mm -hmm. and that people don't have the downtime and the time to relax and the time to just breathe Mm -hmm. and it's made me a better therapist in the long run because i feel better Mm -hmm. and and i'm more able to just sit with them um so often we try to give things or fix or change or um just make our circumstances different And, and those what ifs or it would be better if um and a lot of Doing work and living is really just being in it and accepting where we are at the Mm -hmm. time. And so sitting with people, which I've always done um, while they're in their pain, and getting them to resources and support, Mm -hmm. but also just sitting with them and resting in whatever they're in. And it can be really uncomfortable for them, and it can be uncomfortable for a therapist at times. Right. So it's been a really good shift for me. Just to sit there wow, and just to sit in it yeah, with it, um, whether it's at home, in my own, and not striving. Um, and I do have goals, and, and I think goals are good, and, but everything at the same time is not. All good things are not good mm-hmm. um, at the same time. And eventually I will go on and get my, my doctorate. And those pieces will wait, mm-hmm. um, but they weren't the time for this year. And I think that was what I learned when I did the book. Those okay. weren't in there. Um, which was funny. I had the pieces, and I had brought them with me. I had uh, the dissertation pieces along, and, and they, weren't, they weren't used when I put the board together. So you brought them with you
0: because you thought that that, would, that was a part of your plan for 2017. Yeah. But why didn't they go on in the book? I think I
1: decided that it was time just to, s- to stop for a while. And I had, I graduated in 2014 with my master's and got licensure right away, went right into the field that fall. Um, I've worked in a couple places since then doing therapy and doing nonprofit work, which were both valuable and helpful to learn. But I still was on the treadmill going from grad school and healing and working on my own stuff right into the next piece, the next piece, the next piece. Mm-hmm. And with going to grad school again, it didn't feel like it was the right time to strive, mm-hmm. to chase, to do.
0: Mm-hmm feeling.
1: He's just awake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many expectations out there that we put on ourselves or we assume are out there and that we're, we should be doing this or we should be doing that. And, um, sometimes it's just nice to not have any expectations and see what comes of it and, or rest for weeks or months, uh, um, and not putting, um, that, those shoulds on yourself that's very cool is there anything else that uh you thought was uh neat
1: to share yeah yeah, cool <laughs> there were this some is awesome other pieces. um it's funny because there were other pieces that popped up on other pages so there were fewer hours better business which mm-hmm. i think is true um that kind of when do you do work when do you do play mm-hmm. uh, leaving your job at the door was one of the sentences that ended up there um, having that work-life balance yeah that we hear so much about it was, and um, and and the pieces of of the business part that I really enjoy the networking pieces. Um, some of those have come into fruition this year, and some are on next year. Uh, it was offered an opportunity to own and become part of a partnership in a business. Cool. And so that is on the on the docket for next year. And my pieces will be more of those networking, marketing. Um, expanding the business pieces mm-hmm. and the educational pieces, which are important to me, mm-hmm. so that was kind of interesting. My board has a lot of words, uh, so <laughs> a lot of a wordy a lot of, one. <laughs> yeah, more than images. images. There are a, sure. lot, a lot of images. One thing that people um, had mentioned many times when they see my board is that there is a lack of people. Uh, so there are only a couple of people in there, um, and they were on pages that were specifically about health. Okay, um, they weren't relationship pages Mm -hmm. and I think for me that was interesting how people pick out like I wasn't working on my relationship with my spouse or my kid or my clients or my business partners or um or the support folks that I have I, I have friends and I I think it was interesting that that didn't come out in here that wasn't a place I didn't need more people the people that I have are very valuable and I value their relationships and their input and who they are and are um, back and forth and what they give to me and what I give to them. Um, so it was interesting that that wasn't here and that that was something that people really picked up on.
0: Mm-hmm. There, um,
1: but how nice is that, that
0: you're not struggling in a a relationship with a friend or a family member or a spouse or something because that can be so straining to every other piece of your life that it's it's hard to even focus on anything else when those areas are... Are um, strained, so
1: that's that's a kind of a blessing, yeah. And it was interesting because we've all done a lot of work in the mm-hmm. time period, so things haven't always been great. Mm-hmm. Being seven when your mom's involved in a school shooting isn't the best thing for mm-hmm. a child to go through, yeah. and living with someone with long term PTSD mm-hmm. uh, that's now been in remission for, for quite a while um, isn't easy on a marriage, especially when you don't have the language and the wording. I went back to grad school for social work after. I had been um, working hard on recovering and after the five years of having the untreated PTSD. Mm-hmm. So we had already done those relationship pieces um, along the way and change, and we continue to do those, but I think it's a natural part of, of my life rather mm-hmm. than having to focus on it. Yeah. Um, so with that year of rest really came kind of, Resting to wait and see what was coming and giving space Mm -hmm. for what's coming next year. Mm -hmm. It's been more of a year of, of cleaning out and preparing and processing. Um, old things which are always there for everybody just because you've done the work doesn't mean it's a one time deal mm-hmm. um, so you keep working on it but I thought that was funny that it wasn't there mm-hmm. um, and one of the big kind of quotes that ended up out of one of the entrepreneur magazines was birds learn to fly by falling yeah. which we don't think and I have a quote in my office that says uh, yeah. about making mistakes are okay um, and we're not in a place that we really value that it mm-hmm. it but it really does have value we, we value more um, with our kids, we check on their computer piece that has their grades, and we expect you know A's and perfection. They wouldn't be in school if they weren't learning. They're going right. to learn and make mistakes, and yeah. that's the same thing with life. If you're not making mistakes, yeah, uh, then you're not learning. Mm-hmm. So that's very So cool. that's been a neat piece. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was kind of funny was there was um, kind of these weird entertainment pieces, which I haven't done in years. Um, and it was kind of a, an open table, but it was outside, and there were lights and iron gates, and and kind of the floral thing, kind of a, a piece of an oasis was there. Okay. And um, I ended up last December, I was given the gift of an individual membership to Longwood, and so oh. I had made the decision to go there once a month. I only missed May, but I went twice in June, and there were a couple other times when I went twice. Yeah. And I did occasionally take people. I think the original intent was people thought people would go along with me. Um, and, and my family has gone. I haven't taken my friends as much as I would have liked to. Um, but it became a really good, healthy place for me to go and unwind and take the drive back and forth. And um, there were times when I was on the phone with clients, which was kind of funny. <laughs> when they're in crisis, um, they're in that beautiful place in a corner in a quiet space. Um, but it really was kind of that quiet place, and it was funny in November when we took my son and my husband and his girlfriend, um, sitting there in the beer garden on a very, very crowded night, I guess it was the last the last uh, fountain show in October, and looking up, and they do have lights over wooden tables. Oh, wow. Um, so it wasn't the china plates and the glasses that were on the table. It was the little things from standing for an hour in this huge place uh, packed with the last uh, Beatles fountain show, but eating brought worse than pork barbecue out of the little paper containers mm-hmm. but it was still that same gathering around the table that was in my book mm-hmm. it just was in a different place than wow. I had expected it
0: exactly yeah that's so cool how that how that stuff manifests like that it came true you mentioned that um there were times where you were on the phone with a client in crisis at Longwood Gardens now I've never been to Longwood Gardens. I've seen pictures. I hear that it's amazing. I just haven't made the trip there yet. Um, what was it like to be in such a, a beautiful place, a peaceful place where you, you've kind of made it like a sanctuary for you and then be on the other line with somebody that's in you
1: know, crisis mode? I think it reminded me that that internal sanctuary piece can be everywhere, whether okay. it's in my office where my clients in the clutter of my cluttered bookshelf Mm -hmm. can find that place on my couch or Mm -hmm. um, on the phone if they need it, um, because sometimes people just need that help Mm -hmm. in the moment. And you can get them through it or get them to the next level of care. Um, But it reminded me of that that sanctuary, you don't have to go there to be in it. Mm -hmm. It can be within you. And I do find that when I'm on the phone with clients, wherever I am... um, when they call, that I can find that quiet, safe place mm-hmm. to really focus on them, no matter who else is around or what else is going on or mm-hmm. what I've stepped away from, um, to really focus on them for that amount of time. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and it is a really beautiful place. It's been neat to watch it for the whole year uh-huh. and go the entire year through and see it change and it changes constantly. Um, which is like life. Like yeah. It changes constantly.
0: I'm going to have to check it out and take yeah. my daughter. Yeah, it's Maybe nice I'll go place. by myself first, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a nice place to go. It, it can be very quiet and it can be very busy. Um, oh. And a, a lot of late nights that I I made the decision um, several times to drive back after the fountain shows at 11 o'clock at night. And after they were done and, and head home and drive in the dark. And, um But it was worth it just to be in that kind of awe space Mm -hmm. and find wonder again. Um, There's a lot of color in my book and a lot of art pieces and much more than I would ever have at home. And I think that's what I found there. It's funny because I went back and forth on on renewing that membership. And my family has gone back and forth on renewing that membership this year. And I've decided to let it go because it really was a, a time piece. Uh, I made, made the actual days in my schedule to make that hour and a half one-way drive there and turn around and come back and the investment of the time and the money to go there. And mm-hmm. I think I got the full, the full piece out of it. I'm curious what this year will bring. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll end up getting that again at some point. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll be sooner than I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've really gotten the gift out of it supposed to get for the year and I've been really grateful for it that's mm-hmm. kind of the main thing I did for the year yeah. on that piece
0: so it sounds like the overall theme of what your 2017 was was self-care you know you really really put in the effort to care for yourself and it's hard to take those days to rest That as you're um, a working mother and you have a, a spouse it's it's hard to put aside those daily tasks or even the overall big things that you want to accomplish or you think that you should be doing. Um, so it's, it really takes an effort to take care of yourself. And it's cool that you scheduled in those Longwood Garden days so that you were
1: sure that they would happen. And that's so important. And finding the balance of, of really being willing to still be with my clients, even though I was mm-hmm. in that place and my colleagues knew where I was and they'd occasionally call. And you can make the choice to not answer, or you can make the choice to, oh, okay, I can be in this place and at the same time be available and be myself mm-hmm. um, and be fully present with someone else, mm-hmm. uh, which is a good thing. And, and it's funny that you say about the should piece, because having done all those kind of self-care pieces that you think of, you know, when somebody goes and does therapy or you go to the gym, the, the self-care piece often becomes another task, another to-do, uh, I have to schedule in going to the gym at whatever time to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, and it becomes kind of that ritual of must do. Um, one of the things with the pool this year that I ended up doing, I've always taken pool classes. And if I couldn't go when the classes were, then I just didn't go. Um, this year I, I went, wait, this doesn't make sense. And I started really just swimming. Um, So if I only go 15, 20 minutes, that's all I get, and that's okay. It's all right. I hit it on the way by, and I go, and I enjoy the time that I'm there, and I'm present for that, and I'm grateful for it. And then I go on with my day um, rather than being so rigid with those, oh, no, I must absolutely do this. And a lot of times in therapy, um, we use a piece called DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy, and we talk about language. And uh, there's a piece where we talk about shoulds, have tos need to must mm-hmm. and um, the way that that kind of increases people being angry mm-hmm. and making them anxious even and how they interact with other people because you know, we talk about you know I should have left earlier I mm-hmm. should have been there on time I should have done this why didn't I do that and and we change that to hopes and to wishes and <laughs> it's so much nicer and kinder when you say hmm okay well instead of using the I should have Mm -hmm. made it to the pool Um, I hope to get there tomorrow sounds a lot kinder and a lot more self care than beating yourself up because you had this intent and this goal to make it there so many times and you didn't Mm -hmm. it's much kinder and nicer for everyone and it brings everybody's emotions down Mm -hmm and it just makes it a lot more enjoyable to just be and just live Mm -hmm. rather than being on the treadmill trying to meet every expectation that's out there and falling short yeah very cool
0: that's awesome okay so overall um it seems like creating your vision book was a good idea um how do you um feel about doing it again i
1: mean is that something that you're gonna do yeah, this year I actually am using a old, uh, an old date book that I haven't completely used. and mm-hmm. So I'm going to use that as the background on my board, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. But I interesting. Already have it pulled, and I do actually have some pieces that I've already pulled to put in. Whether or not I do, I don't know. Maybe yeah. be like last year where I brought stuff and didn't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to the time and being in the place that has been chosen to get away yeah. and do it and have that peace and time and it is fun it's a very social thing mm-hmm. um, everybody's kind of giggling and laughing and um, making a mess mm-hmm. and it's it's something to really look forward to It's so. definitely a
0: great time I love it yeah it is. and final question is there anything that you would have done
1: differently with your vision board or your vision book? No, I don't think so I think with it it really is that piece of just being open and honest you know letting the images whatever they are not questioning them just randomly ripping Mm -hmm. and and putting them in um, and being open to whatever may come you may have an idea what the meaning is at the time you might think you do Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes down to it the universe might be bringing you something
0: else yeah very cool Awesome. Well, thank you, Kim, so much for being here. We appreciate it so much. Thanks for having me. And for sharing your board. If you are interested in discovering your intention for 2018, I invite you to attend Vision Fest on January 27th at the historic Emig Mansion Bed and Breakfast located in Emigsville, Pennsylvania. For more information, visit leadershipisart.com forward slash vision, or you can give us a call at 717- 430-2850. 4302850 If you've enjoyed today's episode please give us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen it helps us to get found and finally we thank you for listening cheers